0: Are you buying for the first time or do you just love renovating or are you looking for tips, inspiration, ideas on how to get things done quicker and possibly even cheaper? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to my podcast. This is Chinny DK and I'll be taking you through the ins and outs of property renovation. Happy listening. So simply put, you have an idea in your mind. You found a property that has a bit of potential, a lot of potential. Could be that ideal property, but however is lacking in certain areas or all areas or most areas. Whatever the reason may be, additional works, a development needs to be done to this property in order for the buyer, prospective buyer or landlord to be satisfied with the state of the property. In this first episode, I thought it might be a good idea to start off with a conversation with a prospective first-time buyer. And so I had the pleasure of being joined by Elsa Zecking. Um, Elsa is a scientist um, with an entrepreneurial streak. Um, she set up her first company called the Northwest Biotech Initiative, which allows students network with employers. And she's hoping to, in the near future, get on the property ladder. So I thought it would be a good place to start having a conversation with her. This is exciting. I'm joined today by Elsa. This was a last minute decision, but I decided that rather than like talking at people, um, it would be good to hear from a perspective, first-time buyer's perspective, and um, from the perspective of someone that loves interior design and loves art and is very artistic. So thank you,
1: Elsa, for joining me. Thank you for having me, Chini. So do you want to tell them who you are? So my name is Elsa, and I first met Chini through the entrepreneurship community, which was Mm -hmm. actually started by Steph um, on on the Like-Minded Pineapples. Um, but I believe we bonded over our love for entrepreneurship and being go-getters and being determined and also our faith and just yeah, we just clicked um, but in addition to that, um, obviously what Chini does here, yeah, I have a huge passion for interior design and I love looking at properties but I will not lie that I have or pretend to know much about it so it was it's always been great seeing your posts, hearing your podcasts on you know, the different topics for example, the last one you did on Um, Kate Spade interior design so yes okay so um, what would you be I think
0: I've asked you this question about what would you be looking forward to with this podcast like what would you like to be a major takeaway, what would you like to learn what would you like me, what kind of direction would you like me to
1: go in so I would like you to talk a bit about how to mix different pieces mm. Um, that is a bit of you know the old the new and creating a sense of individuality when you're refurbishing a, or renovating a specific house but also I would like you to talk a bit more about what specifically to be looking at what to spot when you're potentially buying a house um, because I'm not no expert in it and i I need some help, so it's what are the things to look out for, and when refurbishing what adds value, what doesn't add value, what is just cosmetic and yeah, okay, okay, cool,
0: actually be a nightmare to a first time buyer. I know people buy for investment purposes, people mm. buy for um obviously their own ownership and for you know their their first home where they would actually live, get married in, raise a family, and all the rest um However, regardless of the reason you're buying, it is very, very important that you do your due diligence. Mm-hmm. And um, loads of things I would like to address on this podcast, for instance, your budget. Loads mm-hmm. of people go over budget. Mm-hmm. And did you know that there are only certain things that add to the overall value of a house when you want to sell on? Really? Like, like the, the, For instance, um, I don't know, like creating skylights, for instance, mm. in a property, might add aesthetic value, but might not mm. necessarily add to an overall increase on the sale price. Mm. That's because you haven't increased like the square meterage of the property. So
1: oh, I'm getting scolded.
0: <laughs> like, so th- that's just basic. I'm trying to sound as basic as possible. Mm. Um, It was in a Daily Mail the other day that um, repairs such as roofing to a property um, might add just a little, like repair of, like changing of an old roof might add just like, you know, just a a fraction of um, a percentage of what you spend on that can be recuperated later on or reclaimed or you know, um, profited later on and um, when you actually sell a house because things like that might not necessarily add much value or a wide range or gap mm. of value to the overall um sale price at the end. So you don't want to be in a situation where as a first time buyer with your hard end income, you've bought this house and then you go all artsy fartsy on the whole process. Mm. You I don't know what, what you do, like you break down one wall and then you know paint here pink mm. and then you know change the bathroom from the left hand side side to the right hand Mm -hmm. side like a lot of these changes might be cosmetic Mm -hmm. but may not necessarily add to the overall sale value and this is something that people need to understand Mm -hmm. you can refurbish for an artsy reason but then at the same time you want to make sure that you're doing that and at the same time adding value to the end price like of like a sale of a property Mm. um so you've said that you wouldn't necessarily like do things yourself like so um let me just ask you like just off the top of my head would you go for a property that needs little work or a property that needs a lot of work just just this is this is a very layman conversation Mm, i
1: think for let's say it was for my personal use so it was a property for myself and my family i may probably go for something that is a minimum like Middle, middle range, so not necessarily little work or not necessarily a lot of work because I would still like the building to or the house to be completed up to a certain extent and for me to either add on or remove from. Um, so the refurbishment, I'll probably go for middle range.
0: It's interesting that you say that because what would you define as middle range? Well...
1: <laughs> Are we talking money wise now or are we talking just what would I remove? Okay, so when I say middle range, right, let me put it in terms of cosmetics or adding value. Um or just um something that actually adds value to the end of to the sale of the property later on. So middle range, I will put it more as um eighty seventy percent um adding value mm-hmm. and thirty percent cosmetics. But what I consider maximum work is just, is more so on the cosmetic side mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit of adding value to the company, to the company, adding value <laughs> to the property. Um We're business women, we talk know, about companies Constantly all talking about <laughs> companies. <laughs> like, what am I talking about right now? Property, property.
0: No, it's good. I wanted to have, it's good that we didn't prepare this conversation mm. because it's, it's interesting that you have all these TV shows, Homes Under the Hammer, mm. that people watch on Sundays or whatever, and so you think you would know mm. what needs to go into a property like um, refurbishment but scenario. The, but
1: the truth truth is, if I was investing in a property that was for resale or for what's it called um, renting out, I would goodbye to let investment. Yes, by the, that's the technical term. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I would go for. 70% adding value and 30% cosmetics. Cosmetics.
0: Because you're not going li- to live there, right? I'm not going but then to you're live coming there, from a sensible but... entrepreneurship perspective of someone that's been doing business. A lot of people actually don't come from that view. They get attached to those first properties, forgetting that you're actually, this is a mm. buy to let investment. I understand that, like, as a landlord, you want to add quality mm. and then, you know, but then at the same time, like, spending on very, very Irrelevant cosmetic details, like if the walls are lime green or if mm. they're white. Like I've seen all sorts. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> you do you do all, all of this stuff, and then the person or the people that you're renting to couldn't care less exactly. in those details. Whereas right. they would appreciate you having mm. a very, very nice boiler, for instance, <laughs> yes. a very a yes, very please. up-to-power mm. boiler. A stove you know, so that
1: works. A I mean, stove that
0: works, up-to-power boiler. Mm. Um, I don't know, like things that actually add value, an ensuite suite room. Because mm, yes. I can imagine your That's rental it. yield going up mm. because you have an ensuite bedroom, mm. as opposed to what color the walls are or what kind of tiles you have in the kitchen per se. Does, That's mm. not going to add any value mm. to your overall investment mm. or your overall sale price. So I wanted to have a very layman-y kind of conversation with someone that, obviously this is not rehearsed, this is not prepared, so that people realize actually how much they are lacking in knowledge, like mm-hmm. in this housing area. And this could be the difference between you being on the mark to do with your budget mm-hmm. and then paying a sham builder who will rob you blind and then still leave you with an, an incomplete project, mm-hmm. you know? So um, the purpose of this podcast would be to address all of these issues. um, Hopefully, and I say this with all humility, educate people a bit more and take them on the journey that I have been for the past six years. Mm-hmm. So... um. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's interesting, and, right. you know, because, um, obviously, today, we've spent time today talking about the future, mm-hmm. so it's, it's interesting because you can't have a conversation about the future without talking about where you where live, you live yeah. without um, investments coming up, mm-hmm. without you dreaming into the future, so it's amazing because... um. This is a big part of our lives, whether we realize it or not, like shelter is a massive part Mm -hmm. of our lives. So um, I really wanted to, in some way, shape or form, like give to the world around me and um, frame the world around me with this knowledge that I do have, which I think will be beneficial, like costing how much work is too much work. Um, how much money do I need to spend on a project? If I'm thinking of spending £90,000, £170,000, £300,000 on a renovation project, let's just say, how much should I be looking to go into the market at as mm. the thing I am buying? Then talking about auctions, people get excited. Oh yeah, you can just buy something cheap on auction. Mm. The problem with that is that Most people don't, behind the scenes, go and do a valuation of the property or a survey of the property prior to the auction. So Mm -hmm. sometimes there's that pressure and you're buying on a whim. Mm -hmm. And then you might buy something once the hammer's down and it's yours, then you're left with all of this that you need to deal with. Exactly. And you have no idea what kind of condition the mm-hmm. property's in. I watched a program um the other day and someone bought like Shropshire or somewhere outside London. And when they bought, like they didn't do any evaluation. They had never seen it. They bought it under the hammer, like just straight, like, you know, at, at auction. And they were fortunate. Like they didn't do much to the place. They fixed it up a bit. And they they managed to make like, I think a 10% increase on the oh, price yeah. that they bought. So so you can be lucky. This mm-hmm. is not like something to scare people you can be fortunate mm. to actually buy something, and it needs, like, very little work, but most people have an idea of the cosmetic mm. and the aesthetics of what they would like to buy, but they don't necessarily have an idea of an in-depth analysis of exactly um, what kind of work goes into mm-hmm. refurbishment, like fixing a roof, mm. like treating damp, mm. you know, like, there's just so much, like... um if you're moving into a basement property, for instance, or you're buying a basement property, what kind of problems um, are basement properties more prone to mm. as opposed to a property that's not a basement property? Like Very people, pe- exactly, there's so much to think about. What's the history of this building? Mm. Um, what's the, um, you know, origination of the current design mm. or the current state of the building? How did it get here? When was it painted? When was it broken down? When mm. was it rebuilt? You know, like there's so much that goes into to um buying and renovating you know fixing and flipping a property that is way beyond the eyes and some people are tempted to just go based on head knowledge Mm. and just based on guesswork and guess knowledge but there's so yes Mm. because I've dealt with so many situations where people have poured so much of their savings and investments into refurbishing. Either they were underquoted a price, so they were told, Oh yeah, it's not gonna cost you that much money. It's only gonna cost you forty thousand mm-hmm. pounds. But the amount of work that was required to be done was work that would basically cost maybe three times that amount. You yeah. know, so so yeah, so um, you know, I'm happy. I'm excited, excited about this podcast, and um, I'm very happy to have you on here. Oh, My first you, ever guest, you know.
1: And I hope I'll be rec- recurring. I hope
0: so too. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> Don't up sideline to you. no me no no. Right I'm now. not gonna sideline and, you. That's okay. up to you. That's up to you. Um, but when you said with such conviction that oh yeah, I'm gonna be using your services, why would you? Um, what has made you convinced that expert help is required?
1: I mean the analogy that i used initially as i'm in the i mean i'm a phd student and i'm in the medical field infectious diseases and global health but i come in contact with medical doctors um, day in day out and also know people who want to self-medicate based on the internet and so i always look at it in a sense of people do it for doctors for their own personal health why go to go on the internet when you can actually just go to a doctor. And I know there's certain cases, you know, not to, it's not everything you need to go to the GP, by the way. You know, there's certain cases that you, if it's just got a cold or you feel that I'm just, it's just a cough, fine, that's fair enough. But when you're undertaking a huge project, such as buying a house, um, I'll, believe I would like to invest a lot of lot into it that's financially and as a result I would like to get the best possible advice I will possible that I may get be it from you know why do you go to mortgage experts at the bank do you know what I mean to have a conversation mm-hmm. to find out what it is what's your best bet what's your your best option and at the same time um, when it comes to refurbishing that's the next in my opinion anyway so the next step um, forward so okay
0: well Thanks for the vote of confidence. (laughs) And um, I am really, really looking forward to getting more feedback from everyday people. Because, you know, you can come from a view of what you do know. And then you're giving people information on what you think they
1: need to know. Mm. But I I think the one thing I'd like to add is, as much as I've seen your forward let's say your front page and you know, i've also seen the back scene you always show the back work that you do how much you follow up the builders how much you follow up every project that you take on how much care goes into it it's not just a case of let me just do that just to get the just to, just to get the money but it's something you invest yourself and your time into every project that you take on and for me that's the kind of person i would like to have on board when i get to that stage hence i said i will definitely be coming to you um, it's easy to go to somebody who has the knowledge but may not necessarily care as much and may not necessarily put in as much or oh, you as much. Are you sure this is not because you're my friend? No, I don't <laughs> think so. Because considering, <laughs> yeah, I really don't think so. Because how long have we known each other for? But it's more so, we started off based on the entrepreneurship, the business, relationship, bu- a business yeah. relationship. And just seeing your commitment as a business person is what drew me. I mean, Yeah, she has her head on her shoulders. She knows how to project manage. She knows what she's talking about. And obviously we're all in a growth and learning curve, and just, but it's, I will share and put in as much as I know. And if I don't know enough, I will learn more. So that's the mindset I would like to work with. Thank you. Yeah.
0: But I think that's a major thing that's lacking. That's something major that's lacking because um, loads of people, professionals in general, just don't care. Mm. Loads of people are not good workers, and I want to be able to empower people to know what they should be caring about. So when you meet a builder, you meet an expert, you meet um, I don't know, like a surveyor who doesn't put in their best. You're mm. able to follow along with the process and even possibly point them along. Mm because you've gained this new knowledge Mm -hmm. of what is required in your purchase. Because no one is ever going to care about your investment as much as you You care about your investment. This is like, you know, picking your spouse. Like, no matter how many times your friend meets the person, (laughs) no matter how many times your friend meets the person or gives their comments, it's all down to you Mm -hmm. and what you personally want. So I want to create... or put people in a position where they can actually go to a property, let's say, I don't know, a representative from um, Savills or Foxton's or wherever, mm. takes them to see a property. You can, you know, just immediately start spotting out what those issues would be mm. and you'd be able to ask the right questions. So,
1: so yay! I'm excited.
0: I'm excited. I'm excited. Thank you so much, Thank Elsa.
1: Thank you so much, Juni, for Thank having you. me. Thank
0: you.